Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and boy, do we have an exciting super special streaming demons coming your way. We've got, oh, what was that? We got a special guest from all the way from France. Omelette du fromage. We've got Amelie with Cast uh, de uh Sanct de was on face. I forgot what it is. Slap is a punchline. We've got the old or new with J.M. Brannick, something about sharks. We've got the borrowed with Sandman. Huh? And then we pile on and I defend the best movie with Ian Zering ever, uh, Shark Arrow. So all this and more on the next Streaming Demons. Hit it. Close enough. Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and boy, do we have an amazing, amazing thing. We have a special, if it's all special guests, that's right, we'll introduce them in a moment. But first, I want to welcome each and every one of you to Streaming Demons. Our, if you're brand new, Streaming Demons, don't worry, we'll walk you through it. The premise is simple. First, you send me your mother's maiden name. Then, your social security, no, no, that's the wrong Hold on, was it streaming demons? Okay. No, no, no. It was uh, borrowed, something borrowed, something new, something blue, and something old. Probably the wedding rhyme. I've only been divorced apparently four times this year. So I'm still getting that wedding thing down pat. And we always gang up on a movie now. It's a brand new thing. And of course, when I say we, I mean myself and our very special, special co-host, like the besties, whatever easies. Back from their Canadian tour, we got none other than J.M. Brannick. Say hello. Howdy. And from, oh gosh, I, I think I detect a maybe uh, a Montreal accent from this new person. All the way from, oh, where are you from, Emily? Where are you from? So I came from France, not for France, but actually I live in Prague, Czech Republic. The Prague, okay. You went from France to Prague. Good for you. Get out of France. That's that's good. Uh, that's that's actually nice. I can drink to that. So that's right. We get international now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And they are bringing the fire. It's all going to be so fun. And because I'm a very lazy person, I always let the special guests first, go first. And there's no guest specialer than your name's Emily, right? Em you can call me Emily oh. if you want to. Oh, stop! No, was that? How's it really called, Emily? Pardon? How's it called? What was your name? Emily. Who cares? What's your name again? Oh. <laughs> How dare you? And I'm your yeah. guest. Yeah, How dare you? I'm offended. How dare you, man? Uh, oh, really? I'm offended? Don't blame me. You have to blame. Yeah, it was just him. It was baby Oh, Otto. but he's a poor innocent child. Come on. You're a grown up man. Oh, oh my God. How dare you? I don't think he's grown up. I, I think, think she's going by height. I think she's <laughs> going by height. You're very tall by the sides, but you're very little by anyway. So. <laughs> wow. Hey, nice. Where's the butter okay, so punch? <laughs> I, I, 
still have it deleted. But here we go. Amelie, Amelie, please, what's your movie? I, I know I killed the name. I killed the joke of the name. But it's like uh, Les Jeux Sans Visage, something like that. Well done. Les Jeux really? Sans Visage. Yes, sir. So today I'm here to present Les Jeux Sans Visage. A face, uh, the eyes without a face. It's a really, French Italian. Like... Oh, it's a song. Sorry. Okay. Yes, it That's is. It is a song. It is a song from Billy Idol. And fun fact, when I was explaining to you last time, I wanted to present the movie Les Yeux Sans Visage. You told me it was a Billy Idol song. Is that right? That is yes. correct. So I was listening to that song during my preparation and I found out after years and years listening to the song, the chorus sing in French. Les yeux sans visage. And I never noticed that. Me neither. Are you serious? I'm serious. Next time, listen to the song, the chorus sing Les yeux sans visage. I thought it was a piano. It's not a piano, it's a chorus. Oh. It's, you know, Amelie's going to punk us all and send us a damn Rick Ashley link. You know that, right? <laughs> and you know what? I'm going <laughs> to that. I'm going to listen to that and I'm going to dance. But I know that he he wrote that song because of the movie. Did he really? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, um, but go ahead and tell us all about it. uh, Sorry. So I'm here to present my favorite movie of all the time, Les Yeux Sans Visage. So Eyes Without a Face. It was released in 1960. It's a French-Italian black and white movie. It was co-written and directed by Georges Franju. So. It's about a surgeon who tries to repair his daughter's ring face by grafting onto it the faces of a beautiful woman. <laughs> so the movie was so horrific that audience members in many countries who were in the cinema fainted during the screening. Wait no a joke. minute. I told you that in private. I didn't think you would tell everyone else. That's, dude, come on. Oh, come should on, I tell dude. A, should I tell you a secret about you now? I like I like to share secrets, man. I like I, to I share things. You need to understand how horrific, awful this movie is. It makes people faint. So I it knew you were alive fainted. and watching that movie at that time. I knew in it. the theater and set. I know, I know. I'm fainting. Oh damn! Oh. Here we are. They this know now. Old. You are a vampire, dude. You yes. know who you are. You're a vampire. Goes with the teeth. All right. So besides the. But, you know, they faded The Exorcist, too, and I just giggle. Well, I but mean, here, for that time, too, like, that was, I mean. The, uh, okay. uh, no, 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 time, Branick, Branick, you need to know. It's not people fainting in the cinema just during the 60s, but also a year ago. So, because let me tell you something. The movie is studied in France as an art piece. Because in France, we consider all movie like Seven of Le Septième Art. So there is an high school in south of France who rented the movie and there were a projection in the cinema of the town and five students were taken by ambulance. No. During the movie. No joke. No joke. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree because French are pussies. Oh, come on, dude. How dare you? Come to France. Come to France. Come, 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 my friend. Don't hide behind your computer. Oh, is that a challenge? I love challenge, man. You're going to come get me now? This is the thing about this movie. I love that movie because it's horrific, it's horrible, but at the same time, 
it's real. What I mean by that, it's not a simple movie like, for example, So, where you have CGI's, you've got a monster, you've got gruesome blood, etc. It's very classy, it's very proper. So let me explain to you why. It's a movie who is based on a novel of the same name by Jean Redon. So you've got wait, a wait, book. wait. Who, who's, who wrote the thing? Jean Redon. Oh. Baby Yoda. Oh, you know, I'm here to listen oh. and like. Baby Yoda must be really old. He's wise though. He's a sage. He's I'm a green little sage. I'm eating this up because this is. I find this all fascinating. And but Baby Yoda's going to choose the force hand to like do the surgery though. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Jim, admit it. You're racist against French people. Admit mm-hmm. it. You mm-hmm. can't spell French, my French name. You cannot pronounce my name. You don't know how to say the title. Name? Your French Jim. name is O S C A. Oh, that's my Oscar Wilder wiener. Yeah, I'm sorry. Grandma's cookies. That's all you need. Ooh, raciste. Raciste. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Again, he's controlling <laughs> all of these. Controlling people. nothing. You're controlling all of these. Let like... him control one thing on his life. <laughs> and it's sad. It's sad, Jim. It this is, is it's your intervention, by the way. This is my intervention. Okay, Jim, we will love you. You know we love you. We love you. We love uh, you, Jim. You're doing oh, yeah. good. Uh, good you're boy. All right. Good boy. Good boy, yeah. Jim. Good boy. Really? Who cares? That's what I think. That's what pain thinks too. So you're saying this book is written oh, by, and then it made people pass yeah, out so because it's they need. I, oh wait, I know why they passed it out. They need more grandma's of, cookies. That way they wouldn't pass out. Maybe, maybe the official answer is that the non-official is this movie is so good people pass out. So this is the thing. You've got a book, who was re- You've got a book who is totally horrific. You've got the mad scientist, you've got blood, you've got murder, you've got everything good, right? But the thing is, we are in 1960, 15 years after the Second World War, and you've got the censor. So, to avoid the problem with European saucer arms... Hello, monster! What's going on? You don't like uh, the story? Oh, come on! See? Okay. We're, and we, as we know, we do this live. And I believe uh, the child's on my side. Yes, of course, a child would be on your side. Always, of course. Or we don't know if it's a child or just a French person who saw the movie because they're both crying. Mm -hmm. Let me see. I I screened this movie today. This is what it sounded like from France. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it sounded from France. So I I don't know. I apologize to (laughs) all of our probably one listener in france and if you are in france write to me and i'll send you Grandma's some cookies. don't eat them don't eat them don't make the same mistake <laughs> you too can pass out if you eat my cookies oh that sounds like again rape is not a sponsor no no <laughs> oh sorry this, this okay i have a i have a real question i know yes. i can actually do this. go ahead how long is the book because i never saw the book or the movie Oh, the book. Oh, it's a normal-sized book, you know, a okay. uh, typical uh, B-movie book, horrific okay. with, uh, yeah. It's um, cool. it's from a collection of horror, horror collection, horrific collection in France. Uh, it was published in 1959. Oh, he wow. had a good success in his field, you know, 
but mm. it's since the movie it became very famous. So to avoid problem with the European censor, Franju was told to not include too much blood, which would upset French censors, refrain from showing animal cruelty, which would upset English censor, and yeah. funny enough, leave out mad scientist character because it would upset the German censor. No joke. No joke. Wow. Yeah, because you need to take the history side of 1960. It's 15 years after the Second World War. People who are going to see the movie lived during the Second World War, so they saw blood, bombarding, torture, etc. So you've got a lot of problem with it. It's a French-Italian movie, so it's going to be released in Italy, France, oh, no. UK, Germany. See what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so they need they to, to be it? proper. Pardon? So if it's, a, if it's an Italian horror movie from that era, that means they have to dub it because of the World War no, II proclamation. No, 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 my friend, no. Because oh, it's, it's French. Uh, um, it's French. It was, it's, it's a French-Italian movie because the producer and the director are Italian and you've got actors from Italy, etc. But it's a French-French movie. It was made in France, um, directed by French. French. You've got... French actors, etc. So it's more French than Italian. It's just, you know, there is one Italian actress. There is a production with a little bit of Italian. It's just a founding, but it's a French, French movie. So you're saying this movie? It does. Like, because, you know, you can feel, especially in that era, like the Italian, you know, when that was kind of starting to take off. And, but anyway. With, but what you're saying is, oh, sorry, you had something, Brian? Well, I was just going to say, like, so with the censorship, um, what do you think, what kind of corners did they have to cut? And do you think that was kind of worth it with the story? Everything, because um, by censoring the movie, they created a masterpiece, a masterpiece who later on inspired Pedro Almodovar to do The Skin I Live In. Have you ever oh. watched this movie? I like this movie. You see what I mean? So um, when you watch the movie, it looks so real. It's horrific. Like there is no towns of blood or you don't have a scary monster. The people I saw on this movie, it's people I met in real life. The person who's got PTSD from the Second World War. Um, the doctors I met in hospital who explained to you they're going to put you a catheter on and you're going to be fed by a cable in Yadadi and Yadada. Cable? The X-Men? Yeah. Oh my Christ. How do we afford cable? I can't even <laughs> afford like internet. That's actually, no. See, that's a double job. So what I like about this movie is the dialogue. Nowadays, when you go to the cinema... Movies are three hours long. You've got way too much CGI. Dialogue are totally bad. Um, you're not entertained. It's sometimes boring. You've got scenes who are useless. But here, with this movie, it's 90 minutes long. It's black and white. Um, you've got amazing dialogue, amazing actor. For example, Dr. Genissier, who is a professor who performs a different operation. Is played by the actor Pierre Brasseur. Pierre Brasseur is a big A-list actor in France. He's a theater actor. He's a cinema actor. He's a big name. He's from a family of huge actors. He's from a family of Baby Yoda? 
Oh. How dare you insult Pierre Brasseur? You are insulting all the French culture. How dare you? I came here as a good person. I'm so innocent. I know. The culture for sharing. You know what? Sorry. I apologize. I really do apologize on his Uh behalf and about. On the behalf, a really. You spent like a minute in Canada. You're saying a boot. Okay, I'm a trying boot. to fit in. I'm trying to fit in over there. Shut up, okay. <laughs> At least she try. At least yeah. she try. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. who's yeah, been living in Montreal and don't speak any French. I know French. Watch this. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, mm. seis. Ah, la, la, you haven't racist your world. You know what? I think you hate Latin people. You hate French. you disrespectful with Mexican or Spanish spe- speaker. Come on, admit it. You're racist. Am I? I need a kazoo. Am I? I want the kazoo. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So with the, because I'm, spoiler alert, I've seen this movie. I love this movie. Yes, I love Am this movie. Am I the only one not seen this? Yes. And somebody who has culture, interest, and intellectual. That's nice. That's nice for it's a change. Yeah, well, we also watch like Shark. On, yeah, like, but also I watched eight. it in the French without any dub, Jim. So like, I know you would be like complaining the entire time. Ought to read. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, I can't. Um, so no, when you're talking about the dialogue, because mm-hmm. obviously I'm American, trying to be Canadian, guys. Anybody, anybody out there want to want to house me? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but when you're speaking about the dialogue, I can only you know, read the subtitles and get the thing. Do you think that there is something that kind of gets lost in translation? Yes, the- unfortunately, because I watch on YouTube some scene, you know, to prepare this podcast. And I, by out of curiosity, I read um, the movie only with the subtitle. And you can't translate emotion, feeling. You can't translate pun. You can't translate information you can't just say oh open the door and that's all there is many ways to speak french you know you've got the scientist way you've got uh the friendly way you've got the street way etc and um with the dialogue and the acting you create a beautiful movie for instance when you watch the movie the doctor the main character the villain he speaks like a doctor in France, you have a manner to speak when you're a doctor. You are posé. You know, you speak like this, with a big voice, very quietly. You pause your word. You stop. Pierre Brasseur really plays very well the actor. Plus, you have many information about uh, the backstory of different actors. For instance, Louise, who is a professor assistant, she has an accent. She's a foreigner. So for oh. you, maybe you don't notice she's a foreigner until one of the guys talk in the cemetery during the burial and say, oh, this is Louise. She's a professor assistant. She's a foreigner. Yes. Yeah. Simple and as that. she laughs like this. That's how I knew. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The ha 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 is, I know you say something stupid, but actually it's interesting. It's- they say they speak with their Uh and they've got the accent there is a fascial also is very important and um from a french point of view you know she is a foreigner she's got a german accent 
which remind me of very old movie, you know, for like Frankenstein, when you have the mad scientist with Igor who have a Slavic accent and yes, master, I'll come to you. Yes. You know what I mean? So you've yes. got this strange <laughs> woman who is mysterious and who has an accent, you know, and people in France, especially during the 60s, were very racist. They didn't like foreigner. So being German after the Second World War, I was not very welcoming. So she is a monster in her own sense. So Uh-oh. the interesting thing about the characters are you've got the three architects, archetype characters. You've got the might scientist, played by the Dr. Grenisset, who is actually a war hero. He's well-respected. He's rich. He's a professor from Paris. He helps a lot of people. We see a scene in the hospital where he's taking care of a child, taking care of young woman. Wait, 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 wait. What was the child's name? Do you know? Don't say no. Baby Yoda. Was it maybe? I'm not going to say anything. No, no, no. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know his I name. Think I think his name is... I don't remember his name, but he I has a typical old French name, like Francois, Pierre, Paul. Very simple. It's just... It's just a simple name, you know. It's just a second character. You have... This, inter- this film is interesting because the villain is not 100% villain. He's very human. You can... You can... How uh, can so. I say? Um, you can, you have, can have pity for him. Yeah. You can yeah. have pity for him, yes. Because he lived during the Second World War. He stayed in the Second World War to cure people, to heal people, to help people, to operate people. He saved many lives. He's rich. He's very intelligent. He helped everyone. He's respectful. However, we learn his wife died four years ago. We don't know why. We suppose maybe disease or something like that. Yeah, voilà. A a shark. A shark came along. Ben, dead. (laughs) Right. Um, we know his daughter, his only daughter, only child, had a bad car accident and she was disfigured, burned alive. So we've got, we sympathize with him. We like, this guy did very good deeds and how is the thanks? Well, dead wife and a daughter who's disfigured for life, you know. And Louise, Louise, she's a professor assistant and she's loyal. She is the one who trapped women to come to the manor to get disfigured, operated, you know. And uh, we learned during an episode of PTSD, she was victim of bombarding when we saw a plane flying away on the sky. So she starts to hold her neck, she's scared, she's panicked, and we learned, in fact, she was a victim of bombarding. She was operated by the professor who saved her face. He's like a plastic surgeon. She's a very beautiful woman, and she's wearing a necklace, a very tight necklace, like a dog leash. So you've got the word, for example, collier in French. Collier, it's a necklace, but it's also a collier for a dog, a leash. So she's like the dog of the professor. She obey him. And see, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to break character for a half second. Emily actually... I know we joke about, I think we're joking, about not liking French people. But you've actually taught me more French than I've learned in Montreal, the school You're here. welcome. I know. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Now, you're saying this movie has no big gore CGI, so it's all practical effects. And you, I do like movies that you can kind of sympathize with the villain because, as they, you know, even as David Tennant would say, 
no villain thinks they're the villain, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're likable. Correct. You know, like, yes. Trump doesn't think he's a villain. He's just, he, you know, he thinks he's right. You know, uh, Darth Vader never thought he was the villain. He thought he was doing the right thing. And so we have someone who's thinking he's doing the right thing, but still relatable to us. So, like, maybe we would have done the same thing in his shoes. Now, this is the thing. His drive to madness because of the Second yeah. World War, because of injustice of God, I suppose, because it's a man who is hurt. His wife died. His daughter is disfigured. And for what? He has everything. He's rich. He's got a beautiful manner. He's got a girlfriend who is very beautiful. You see what I mean? Like during the burial. So this is the thing. He, um, Louise kidnapped a woman. They operate the woman. The woman tried to escape and she died during her escape attempt. She goes to the fourth floor and she fell from the roof. It's an accident. So they throw the body in a lake, a river. They find the body. The doctor goes to the police station to recognize uh, his daughter's body. And he said, yeah, yeah, it's my daughter. And there is a talk between him and the real father of the victim. And he's like, hi, we are looking for our daughter. It's been weeks. She's uh, missing. Da-da-di-da-da-da. He's like, are you sure it's your daughter? And he's like, sir, I'm sure it's my daughter. And that's really strange. I'm the one who has to comfort you while my daughter is dead. And he's just... Called, you know, and during the burial of the fake daughter, you have two Frenchmen who talked about the family. They introduced a different character. The daughter had a car accident. She was disfigured four years ago. The mother died. This is the assistant. She's a foreigner. She's a mysterious woman. Nobody knows about her. And the doctor is famous, rich, and he has everything. And he says that sentence. It's not because you are rich and you have everything, you are happy. Like, see what I mean? Success doesn't give you luck, basically. Yes, success never gives you things Grandma's like... Grandma's cookies! I like, too, like with the doctor, it doesn't seem like he, he, like, when I watched it, it didn't seem like he thought he was a, a good guy. He was like, this is what I have to do Correct. my daughter. You know, mm-hmm. like, like I, I can be the villain so that she can, she can live and have a normal life. So you know? basically a parent. Yeah. Oh. Correct. Like yeah. Because he won't, he, he say to her, he say to her, you need to follow the protocol. You need to be very careful with this, with that, da, 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 da. So now we will talk about Christiane, which is uh, the professor daughter. She's very beautiful. She is very beautiful. She's very poetic. She's very sensual. She's very light. She's like a beautiful flower. She is the soul of the movie. She's wearing a beautiful white dress. And she has a mask, a very feminine mask. Like the mask is just a pure beauty. You have a lovely nose, amazing lips. It's very thin uh, details. And uh, she's beautiful. You know she's disfigured, but she's so beautiful with this mask. And this mask really inspired uh, the movie The Skin I Live In and many movies, short movies, novel, and also a video clip in rock music. And uh, she's played by the fantastic Eddie Jacob. 
And oh, cool. when she walks, she doesn't walk like you and me. She walks like a ghost. She plays a lot with her hand. She looks like a doll. She's taken care by Louise during all the movie. She's like a second mother for her. And she brushes her hair and she puts a mask on Louise. And when they talk to Louise, they talk like this with a soft voice. And for the doctors, the doctor doesn't talk to her like a woman. He talks to her like a little girl. Louis, Christian, you need to wear your mask. Christian, behave. Christian, doesn't don't wear makeup. Christian this, Christian that. Knowing Christian, she is a grown-up. She's over 21 years old, and she's a fiancé of another doctor who works with Dr. Grenissier. So you have this beautiful doll, gothic doll, I would say, who just fly away in the room with her presence. She's very feminine, very innocent. And there is a scene where Christian goes to the operation room and sees a new victim, and she tries to touch the face of the victim. And she doesn't touch the face, she just stays at a few centimeters from the face. And the victim wakes up and she sees the face of Christian, who is awful. You see her big eyes, she's disfigured, it's it's like a zombie, like it's 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 really upsetting to watch. And it's just a few seconds, but you see everything and the makeup, the detail. Right. It's just gruesome, and it's perfect. Yeah, but I would still swipe right on that. I mean, there's a pandemic. Uh, you know, yeah. He has a good personality. That's how you feel when you take off your mask, friend? Uh, <laughs> if I ever take off a mask, I'll let you guys know. So it's got cool setting. It's got a cool writing. What would you give this out of five Cthulhu's? Five being the best, one being eh. Um, it depends. How do you note it? What's important? However because you wish. For me, However you wish. Because for me, it's a five. Because wow. by censor, I'm telling Jesus you why. Christ. By censoring the movie, they created a movie who is real. They the, the, the worst scene. There is two worst scenes. Really okay. upsets me till this day. The first scene is the operation. You see the operation of the face. They take the face out of the first victim and you see the blood. There is not a lot of blood, but it looked like a scientific documentary. The film was filmed as a scientific documentary. You've got the voice of uh, explaining the different uh, method, medical method. You've got a scene where there is a first operation did on Christian and unfortunately the skin gets spoiled. She has an infection. So you don't, you just see pictures. Picture number one, February, Christian, it's green. Picture number two, 20 of February, blah, 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 blah. Picture number four. And you've got all this medical um, information. It's, it's very simple. And by doing a simple movie without gruesome blood, monster or anything, it's scary because it can be real. It can be your neighbor. It can be your GP. It can be you. Maybe you're say a killer and we don't know. Hey, damn it. You know how many times someone's asked me that? I would, I'd be a millionaire by a dollar. You should ask one. people. You should ask people for a dollar every time uh, they say you're maybe. a psychopath. Maybe. Maybe. But you should do a poll. So you were giving us a five. Brandon, because you saw that. I'm, I'm curious. Is Brandon's a very hard grader? Brandon, what would you give it? Honestly, it is, it's a very haunting piece. Really? 
it is yeah. i mean just her eyes in it are like she said just so haunting and it really sticks with you um if you're not a fan of that era you probably should skip out on it but it did correct it 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 does stick with you so long after so i would probably give it probably a f- 475 oh 4.9872 yeah no i agree with her because oh, there wow. is for example I'm... no nudity or uh, there is no monster like... there is no monster no, horse 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 no, you you see what i mean there is no monster mm. there is no gruesome murder it's very clean and classy um it's, it's a kind it of movie... very classy yes yeah so... it's very classy like it's straight it's to the film. point that's what I really like about that yeah. because nowadays movies, as I told you before, it's way too long, way too much CGI. During the the beginning of the 20th century, it was 95% dialogue and the rest was makeup, clothes, light, etc. etc. Nowadays it's 95% CGI, 2% mm. makeup. And the rest is a little bit of dialogue. If we I gotta can get my hobbits. dialogue. Habits. Second ones. Well, you know what? Uh, we got a five and a four point seven five nine six two three. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not following that. I'm not following that. So Brannick is gonna bring it from classy to I'm guessing to, sharks or something. To, to not classy? Trashy. Classy. What, what movie to did trashy. you get? What movie did you get, Brannick? Uh so it's a two B original. Oh, Tubi has originals now. Oh, yes, they do through Asylum. Do you remember Asylum? I films? do remember Asylum. Holy okay. shit! Tubi bought Asylum. Well, I don't think they bought. I think they're yeah. They I think they're just doing a distribution like buddy buddy handshake deal in the bathroom type thing. Oh yeah. Um and uh, so Asylum has been doing some movies for them, and so I saw a, a an interesting title, and I was oh, like, no. you know what? Um, yep, it was Baby Yoda, and I'm like, I'm just going to go for it, you know? And it is called Shark Side of the Moon. Oh, Christ. And uh, it is, it's okay. not eyes without a face, if we're talking about CGI and very <laughs> little there's no dialogue. Sharks? There's no Shark Side of the Moon? They had uh, to no, CGI that? No, no, there are sharks on the dark on the side of the moon. Okay. For what reason and why? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it it does have scientists in it. Also, like, Eyes Without a Face. So, you know, it's classy in that, I guess. So, um, so yeah. So, they, they did their best, um, I would imagine. Uh, so, it's about... Uh, doing, trying to make Russians, it's Russians this time, during the Cold oh, War. of course. And um, they were making sharks. Grandma's cookies! Grandma's cookies and, shark, grandma's cookies and sharks. And sharks together oh, as no. a hybrid. <laughs> as one does. As one does. And um, the sharks escaped. And so the Russians, uh, somebody went to the moon and the sharks followed and the sharks made a colony on the moon and now How the sharks go to the moon i um that's a good uh, question uh, i might have did they fill the ship um or something like it was like alien they accidentally left a shark on their moon no, craft. There was a because lot of the storm, my friends the storm of shark 
Yeah. Oh, that, that's the coming, yeah. Yeah, that the Sharknado. Oh my God, actually kind of like, yeah, it's just, they did go to space. Yeah. Right. And um, so one, one prop that I will give this movie is that instead of having American actors have really bad Russian accents, um, they did have people speak Russian. Ah, that's nice because so that was in nice. Europe, people who try to be like, this is Janet, she's French, and she comes and she has a big American accent when she speaks French. Oh, and you're yeah. like, no, she's not French. And they say, mm hmm, yeah, hey, so uh-huh. bon. And you're like, what? Sacre bleu. We, we, exactly, we don't say sacre bleu anymore. And you've yeah. got like, or for example, people who are from Russia watch American movie or series, and you've got Russian people, and they're like, blushny, blushny, blushny. And it's like, what did they say? <laughs> they say, my shoes is blue. And that, that means uh, anything, I, nothing, you know? That could be, that could be, because I don't speak Russian. So they could have just been saying the entire time, oh, my shoes are blue. Look who hates Russians. Huh? Uh, I oh wait, is that, I is, that a, them. is that still you? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but so again, we're like so somehow we're in the future, like future, future, and there's a spacecraft, and something happens with the spacecraft, future, future. so they have to land on the dark side of the moon. But it was really funny because they're they're telecommunication devices to speak with everybody. The sharks or the no people? the people the people okay. <laughs> were literally AirPods, like just straight huh. up AirPods, like not even like I don't know some some I don't know stick some polymer clay on it to make it look a little different. Futuristic. They just kind of like yeah no it. it was like we're we're just jamming out and also communicating with each other i suppose so uh this has a shark that wears a uh, bikini top how would you know really (laughs) how how would they know it's a bikini why would the because it has tits the shark does no way yes there's actually a lot of female sharks in this that's kind of the drive honestly the driving force it's a feminist movie you guys oh god (laughs) see see, that's the difference between um les yeux sans visage and your movie my movie way too much censor and boom they create a classic your movie way too much freedom yeah, you know, I don't and disagree. Bang. I don't disagree. Well, you know, there's not a lot of freedom. They had to make sure none of the sharks on the moon got harmed. Yeah, because, right. You know, would and be on also, their ass. not, you know, they had to make sure the sharks on the moon didn't show tits. Because, I mean, we have to keep it somewhat classy. It is. Mm-hmm. It is somewhat uh, classy. To be. Oh, about tits, I've got a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a message from... French people, guys, Americans. Oh. Yeah, they we are, don't right. understand when you film a movie and there is a sex scene and it's very yes. sensual and you see yes. the sex scene for yes. five minutes and after you've got the two actors yeah. who are on bed and the woman is trying to hide her teeth at the maximum, you know, she's wearing yeah. a bra. Why? Um, Why? Because tits after the fact are demons. Yes. Oh, they're, gross. they're gross. They are not come for on. children. They are not no. for sexuality they are not for expression they have one job that's to be in like one scene to be flopping around very centrally and making sound that's right no one's grandma's cookies running down 
You always want them perfectly prompt, and that's it. And then, yes. This is ridiculous. That's just stupid. Like, this is so so dumb. Like, you've got five minutes of your movie wasted on a sex scene. You're like, yeah, okay, great. I'm not on Pornhub. I just want to watch the movie. And suddenly, you've got the poor actress who's, like, hiding her teeth. She's wearing a bra. And she's like, okay, great. It was amazing. Woman, be naked. Honestly, I think it is, it is, it does come to, like, contractual things. Yeah, like, I will do this scene for this, like much money or, you know, for, for contractual reasons. But after that, I will I will not do that, you know. So I think that is actually what kind of comes It might not even be them in the sex scene. It could be a body double. Right. Where if it's going to be exactly. a close-up of them in bed together, it's more of a two, you know. Exactly. No, it's just the American who don't know how to play. That's all. And then, and you then don't you know. Have... You don't know, guys. You don't know. Like, you watch French Ava movies. Green. We are and Ava it. Green is like an amazing actor, and she shows her tits and everything. Who? Great. Ava Green. True. 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 Oh, true. 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 Millie Yovovich shows tits and bush. And and it's beautiful. But there is difference. For example, when you take Eva Green in American movie and Eva Green in European movie, she's showing showing her tits. Like for example, she's taking a shower. You're going to see her tits. Or, for example, she makes love and after she goes to the toilet and she's going to be topless or naked. It's not like, ooh, look at me, I've got big titties. <laughs> While in America, when she filmed American movie, she's she's showing tits like way too much. Like it's like, I'm the actress, I've got big tits. No, 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 no. You know, it's it's not sensual. It's not. Yeah, it makes sense. You know. How, how do you spell the name? Just so I, I can understand what we're talking well, about. I mean. Eva Green, Eva Green, Eva Green, Eva like the color. Green, okay, thanks. Yeah, she's Have to see. and she's amazing. She's in so many movies, so many mm-hmm. TV shows. She was in uh, Penny Dreadful, amazing. Oh yeah, in that. no, amazing in that. Um, she played um, a James Bond girl in yep. Casino Royale, and she was oh very God. classy, smart. She was not a dumb bubble who play uh, the the ah, um. Yeah, uh, yeah. You see what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know. Exactly. She was classy, beautiful. Damn. She she has a presence, you know. I'm learning uh, so much got French really today. Nice tits. I'm so, oh, she has tremendous tits. Oh, yeah. Uh, not like this movie, which has shark CGI tits. tits. But I will oh, okay. say, I did like, there was one scene in it where they were torturing somebody, and to torture oh, yeah. them, they literally just bit off his leg and cauterized it, and I thought that was a fun use of sharks. And they oh. hummed it. Oh, the sharks did this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good for and them. And do they speak? The sharks speak? Yes, they do. Uh, sometimes <gasps> American, and sometimes Russian. <laughs> as a shark does. As a shark does. <laughs> nice. And do they and have a special voice? Like, no, no, just like, just oh, like normal. And, uh, but there's, there is, um, th- there is about shark babies. There are shark hybrid babies and that comes into play. Hybrid? Yeah. Like, Again. so they had sex with a person? That's questionable and debatable. I think Tara it's. Reed, where were you in the last shark <sighs> That's what we need to know. So I'm gonna, you know, there was times in this movie that it was almost so bad it was good, and there are sometimes, like maybe if you're high and with your friends or drunk and you want something in the background to sometimes laugh at and sometimes stare at awkwardly in disbelief, 
this would be a fun movie. Um, you, you know, you said that a, a lot about different movies. I do. Like, if you want a piece of shit to watch, this yeah. is your piece of shit to watch. I mean, you know, I watch love it. Sub- I but love you know what? Are the sharks dubbed or subtitled? Uh, they're subtitled, so you would hate it. Oh, fuck that, man. Yeah, you would hate it. I have to pay attention to imaginary sharks now. Russian. The they're read. speaking Russian. They're speaking Russian shark. Just fucking make them speak English, dude. And it's probably, well, they do a little bit, but they don't uh, want to say it in front of the English crew. Who cares? Which, yeah, pain, I agree. Fair enough. Uh, so I'm going to give shark. this a two. A two? Yeah. Well, I can definitely follow this one. <laughs> it is <laughs> not. I, if, I, if I knew we were doing, like, quality... I would have done Jaws, but um, no, you know what? I've already done that, so I, I'll have to put my foot down. I, 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 if you did Jaws, I'd bring up Cruel Jaws, which I believe is the more masterpiece than Jaws is. And you know how do we call Jaws in French? The French what? title of Jaws? What? Les Dents de la Mer. What? Teeth of the Sea. Les what Dents de la Mer. Teeth of the Sea. Les oh. Dents de, de la, la Mer. Teeth oh. of the Sea. That's Teeth what the name was given. Teeth of the Sea. Les Dents de la Mer. Les Dents de la Mer. Teeth of de the la... Sea. So Teeth when I learned it was Joe's, I was like, seriously? That's the title? Just Joe's. Teeth of the Sea is Teeth of the Teeth Sea of much the better. Teeth of the Sea is beautiful. Yeah. It's poetic. Would... We're French. So... We love poesy. We are classy. Every all movie, my friend. We wouldn't have cruel jaws. I wonder what cruel jaws oh, is. How would you? French. Yeah. How would you say like cruel teeth of the sea? Uh, I think Alors, just... Les Dents Cruelles de la Mer. I love it. I love it. I think that would be a better title than Cruel Jaws. That's, uh, that's my new band, guys. That's my new <laughs> band. I can't pronounce it, but that's my band name. Yeah, I can't pronounce my sex tape, so it's all I'll good. i have Amelie come and just pronounce it for me every time. Amelie will pronounce everything. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. That was just me touching a button. I oh, my God. That's the kazoo. That's, that's my bad. That's on me. All right, now follow that. Which means that other up. drops for me. On a two, I can follow two. Yeah, I'm follow doing two. a Sandman from Netflix. Yeah. So I know this has been in production forever, and the technology kind of caught up with time, and they're allowing to do a bizarrely good version of Sandman. It is from IMDb. <clears throat> Upon escaping after decades of imprisonment by a moral wizard, Dream. The personification of dreams, that's kind of redundant, sets about to reclaim his lost equipment to make people dream. Okay, I'm sorry, Netflix, who wrote that, you're fucking shit. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> but fuck's sakes, dream. All I've got is a dream, dream and dream. dream and dream. We're in a dream. Fucking hell. Yeah, but Neil Gaiman's, uh, my idea of this is the casting of dream is someone going, okay, cast Neil Gaiman without casting Neil Gaiman. And if you kind of, because think about it, he's an author, he makes dreams come true, he's, it's hell, it's heaven, whatever it is. If you can get through that, it makes it a much stronger movie. If you just, or TV show actually, if you're just watching it as in like, oh, this is kind of interesting, it's still well done. The CGI, Brannick, I know you're not big on CGI, but the CGI is amazing. I'm good um, with it if it's good. It, you know? it, it is really good CGI. Like Netflix threw everything they should have thrown at Stranger Things into this thing. Like if Stranger Things was half as entertaining as Sandman, it would have been a home run. And 
they do exposition differently. Like Stranger Things is just like expo, expo, expo. It's like, sorry, Emily. I think I'm not going to spoil anything. I won't spoil anyone's Stranger Things. I haven't watched it yet. He hated it. I, I absolutely hated it hated because it. it was mostly talking. And the, the CGI, they, they made no sense at all. So it didn't, like I hated the CGI. Really? CGI. Yeah, I hated you the CGI and Stranger Things. I hated the talking on it. I hated both. I know there are the dungeons. I, 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 yeah, we, we had a conversation. It was actually yes, yes, quite true. intelligent. But, but I didn't like the last, I just liked the last season. I'm which, just oh, glad God, that, the, that running up the hill is trending because of it, apparently. It's Sanity. a beautiful song. Yes. I right. love that song. And I'm just like, why am I hearing this everywhere? And I had to ask somebody and they told me. It's especially good now, the new generation, the kids who are mm-hmm. 13, 14 years old. Are listening to this song with a beautiful, yeah. meaningful song. Like it Metallica. Is. They're listening to Metallica because of them, too. Uh, also, according Kate, to my friend who me. really likes Metallica, is a huge fan of Metallica, that song yeah. was not that famous back in the time. No, um, that was back when people were kind of passing around tapes. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was yeah. And, and now. It became a huge success, and it was a big scandal over internet because people who were listening Metallica were like, "That's not the best song." No, 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 no. It's just trending because of Stranger Things. Blah, 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 blah. And um, I disagree. Lars Ulrich, by the way. <laughs> but that's not even so, the yeah. best song, man. No, but that's the thing. It doesn't matter it, it, as long no. as the new generation is turned on to it. I, I love exactly. it. And this turns on a new generation to Sandman, which started out as, as, as the comics in the DC universe, and then it went to a bizarrely amazing audible version of it. And, and then Sandman, I, I will say, I will say for Sandman, there are a couple things that didn't sit quite right with, with oh, me for Sandman. Was Damn it, it pain. Was it, was it, uh, it were there French people Damn in it? Cookies. Yes, they, they, I think they had some fucking French. I, I couldn't think mm, of mm. I saw two French people. They're in the background. <laughs> I know they're in the background. I know, but I know they're French because they're surrounding Nazis. So I was like, oh, these guys. Uh, where's my kazoo? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Stop. All there right. No, but there's two things, and it's, God. I don't mind it when it's done correctly, but I mind it when it's shoehorned. When I'm watching, and this happens in the first couple episodes, so it's not big spoilers. Sandman's been out forever. I'm still not going to spoil anything from the Netflix series except for there's not John Constantine. He doesn't exist. It's Joanna Constantine. You I'm don't like, like oh. it's a woman who play a man? I, 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 or if it was just a woman playing the man, I wouldn't mind. And I don't mind that one. Like, that one, like, okay. I'm like, is that going to be John's wife, the girlfriend, or whatnot? I'm like, oh, it, 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 it's, it's Clara from Doctor Who playing Joanna Constantine. Like, I can kind of see it. I can, I can get with that. I can get with that. You know, you just hate women. Got it. I, I'm absolute, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I'm having a, an anthology. An, an anthology but, coming out. The, the joke to everyone oh, is actually. Let him, let him speak. Let him explain himself because he's going to be attacked if he doesn't explain himself. Explain yeah. yourself. Give me your science without man explain me, but giving your point of view. I, woman, accept your point of view. Speak, man. Speak oh. and don't be afraid. I will not be afraid because all I know is 
she does an okay job. I mean, her run in Doctor Who was forever. She did something else after it. But by the end of her run in Doctor Who, people just didn't like her. It was just like, okay. holy shit, this character just kept going and going and going. To see her in something new is kind of fresh. Mm-hmm. However, that's the first one. They have, and this is where the next one they do it to, they also flip Lucifer. Lucifer, yeah, I agree. Lucifer, who's already in the DC world as a very, very handsome man playing piano and singing like an angel, gets flipped into Gwendolyn Christie. I was like, yeah, she looks arguably more like the Lucifer in the comic book series. But for fuck's sakes, if you already have someone established in that world, use them. Like, Were they use available? That conti- Was there like a for scheduling For Netflix problem? money? For, for what? The, the BBC show he's doing right now? I'm pretty sure he'd be like, oh, Netflix is something like a million dollars that way? Yeah, I could put this uh, public broadcasting thing off a bit. Maybe. I have a question. Don't yeah, you yeah. think by giving too much money to a production, they ruin the movie of the series? Because what I notice is when you've got a production with little money, they do an amazing yeah. job. They try their best to do uh, good makeup and to do to go to shortcut. And sometimes they spend million and million on a series, and boom, it's really bad. Like for example, Stranger Thing. More and more it gets successful, more and more they get money, less and less the quality is good. Yeah, I will say for Stranger Things, they just got lazy. Or maybe they knew this is where it was going, but I think they just got lazy and that was that. Was that. For, for this one, most of the money goes to creating the world because World of Dream and they have hell in here, it's all fantastical. And that's why the CGI is just the, if you saw, oh, was that really big, bloody CGI movie? I'm going to go, oh my God. I can't remember because it doesn't exist. But if you've seen CGI lately that's been done well, including Witcher, and, and, you know, that's Netflix as well, including some of the superhero movies, including this, the Batman's, but they mix it in with practical effects. This does it well. I just wish they would have spent it on getting the the real Lucifer. If, if they didn't have it, I don't know. Why not? You know. I'm trying to look at the budget for Sandman. $15 million per episode. So they could have bought him. <gasps> it's a lot. They could have got him. They it's could have flown over. Yeah, this entire show is $165 mil. That's why I'm, I'm just wondering what the... Maybe the issue was. I don't know. I, I, I just think they said, like, oh, Gordon and Christy, we'll get another main person. We're going to gender. And that's why I think they're forcing the gender flips in. Like, oh, now it's just sales force. And yeah, but for example, look at um, the fantastic series. I really like this series. If you never watch that series, give it a go because I really like it. Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It used to be a 70s, 80s series. And Starbuck was a man, and they From the rewrite um, Starbuck for a woman, for an actress, and she did it so well. She became one of the favorite actor character. Yeah, yeah, and she's great, and she's great. But they rewrite on everything, of course, and they change a few uh, uh, but... a few information. 
but it goes very well. You've got the Meyer with a woman. Yeah. You've got uh, more women uh, playing along and being a soldier. So I think it's positive to have more and more character change and move around, etc. But I agree with you. For example, James no Bond, I don't want James Bond to be a woman. James Bond is a man. I would like to see a black actor playing James Bond, for example. But seeing James Bond played by a woman, no. James Bond should be a man, for instance. Right. I wouldn't do it so they just change. Like Jenna Coleman does a pretty decent job at uh, Joanna Constantine. Because I can kind of see, like, they left everything else the same. Like, that's kind of cool. And I, lo- I love Katie Stackhouse in Battlestar Galactica. Even though when it first came out, there was an issue with her being a woman, which is bizarre for me. I don't like if someone's already an established character. And I didn't like Ezra Ultra, whatever is not Ezra Ultra. Andrew. Ezra, who's oh. the Flash that, like, it's, it's basically domestic violence and, like, connecting people right now. I Allegedly, Ezra Miller, whatever it is. I don't know. They already had a Flash on TV. Like, just use that one, or maybe maybe that's something contractual. But if you already have someone established, use them. And this is a damn good reason not to. And bringing Gwendolyn uh, Christie in and doing a little gender flip is not a damn good reason. I'm sorry, it's just not. She didn't work. Is it because she's a famous actress and you would rather prefer somebody unknown, a new face, maybe? If they had, if I knew the guy from Lucifer was asked and go like, yeah, I just, there's no way hell I'm touching the shit. And then like, okay, we'll, we'll cast someone else. If I knew that and they got someone who was, yeah, maybe unknown, no problem. Flip it, whatever you want. Bring someone up. Just don't bring a name person in to do a name, you know, a, a role just because they're a name person. It, it, it's it's gross, and it doesn't work. It forces the it forces the action. It, it is a cameo at this point, you know. It, it does not work, and I'm sorry. I don't I don't know her personally. Maybe this is what she always wanted to do. I don't know. It doesn't work. It does That's not work. a thing who is typically American um, in Europe. You can have an actor who play drama, comedy, theater, etc. We are pretty freed. In America, if you do play a policeman, you're going to play a policeman all your career. There is just a few actors who change their character. How can I say it? Oh, Sheet. Mm-hmm. Right. We, yeah. we see Michael Keaton do that from comedy to Batman to Birdman. You know, we see Eddie Murphy go from comedy to serious roles. We, we've seen Madonna go from sex books to winning awards, I guess. You yeah, know. but they have to be very rich. Like at the beginning when they are simple actors, they've got contracts and they play always the same kind of character, policeman, uh, gangster, murderer etc etc because they've got the face because they are this kind of character plus sometimes they've got contract but people um ah, i don't remember his name he's well known to say all right all right all right oh matthew McConaughey. mcconaughey yeah that dude during the 90s and early 2000 he was playing the beautiful bad boy you know yeah. who everybody was 
falling in love. And he told to a reporter um, he had to stop his career for a couple of years because he wanted to do more intellectual movie. So he was like refusing a lot of movies. And after a year, he was without a job. And one day he received a call and say, hey, are you interested to do that interview and try to do this act, this play? And he did it. And from one movie to another, he did amazing movies. Like and he was, he was a great intruder true detective. detective. Yeah, yeah. True Detective true. itself was it's fantastic. Like, it's an amazing yeah. series. I would love to do that for a horror show. Because I think True Detective does fit oh, the yeah. definition of horror. Oh, but absolutely. Matthew McConaughey does a rather decent job. I'm actually a pretty good job because he can act or something like that. At narrating his autobiography Greenlight. And he does bring that up with Emily was talking about. And I hope I'm saying that Emily. I'm not pleased. Always correct me. You can call me no, any no. kind of name. It's fine. <laughs> baby huggy button kisses. Okay, baby huggy button kisses. Mm. No. Mm. You said it was fine. No, you that's me. Name was fine. That's me. Choose choose a name. Choose a name, you know, like a name is a name a given name by your parents, but the real name is important is the one given by the public, right. by the people. Uh, I Jim Phoenix thinks a name's not a name, and I think we should always stick a part out given names. Yeah, no, but I, 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 I tell my students this. If I ever say your name wrong, always correct me. It's not because I don't care. It's not because I'm not paying attention. It's sometimes I, I can't speak English correctly. So, you know, it will be something that he, yeah, he absolutely said, I don't want to be a leading man. I, not romantic comedies or boring, the formulaic. I've done one, I've done two, I did them all. Like, once you do two, you, you basically just rotate leading women out, and it's the same thing. Rinse, lather, repeat. Or, hold on, lather, rinse, repeat, whatever. No wonder my hair looks like this today. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. And if it was something like that, it would be cool, but they're just, I think, just doing it to get her name. And honestly, God, I, I'm just like, eh. That's what the Jenna Coleman thing kind of felt like, too. Like, eh. You know, everyone else is kind of unnamed. There's, there's a couple surprises. I won't say who they are. Then they do fit. You know, even Jenna kind of fits that one. But just Gwendolyn Christie just didn't. Not for me, at least. Man, I'm just one person. So, because it seems like, I don't know, it seems like you're kind of high, like in the high ground, and then like the low ground. Like, so. I'm just on ground. You're on ground. Um, So what, did did you enjoy it? (laughs) I guess. Did I enjoy the ground? Did you enjoy the ground that you were on watching this? Oh, man. Did I ever. And that's the thing. Even if, 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 okay, if the original Lucifer was in this, five. It would have been 5.8, 10. I would make up new Cthulhu ratings to put it in. Because he's not, and I do care about, for whatever reason, I see him in Flashpoint. Lucifer Honestly, appears in I Flashpoint. Think, I think you're just in love with him. Shit, yeah. I would honest. admit that. This guy is fucking hot. He's a hot okay. dude. I think he's English. This he's makes this makes it much clearer to piano. Me. Sings this, like a nightingale. Yep. I okay. Yep, I get it now. I get it now. Okay. But I also wanted like the, the guy from Flash to be in the Flash movie. I'm like, it's not that hard of a fucking leap. You know, TV actor versus movie actor ain't that far away. Harrison Ford does TV now. 
Yeah, but sometimes it it is it is different between the contracts of TV and and acting, and I don't know, you know it. But this is still TV, though. Like Netflix is still TV. It's it's a miniseries. Yeah, I don't know. It's sticky. It's stickier than it used to. It be. is sticky wikis. It's but that that's my thing. If 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 he would have sent it, it'll be a perfect thing. Without him, it makes me. I only got through it for. I won't ruin it. But I only got through the first couple episodes. I'm still watching it. Oh, okay. I, I I dread seeing I dread seeing death. I dread seeing mm. death because death in the book was fucking perfect. Mm. I was like, yeah, I I can't, and that's part of it too. You have an image in your mind. Okay, I know everyone who's reading Lucifer comic books just shitting on me right now. Like, you stupid son of a bitch! That TV show was nothing like the comic book, you bastard. That fucking guy was supposed to look like David Bowie. He didn't give a shit about Lux or didn't do anything like that. Masochist. It's a fucking entertainment show. But once we get into that world, you still have to manipulate in that world. I With the CGI, it's, it's cool. The pacing is good. There are, there are moments, I, I will tell you right now, There's there needs to be trigger warnings on this for some people. Oh, okay. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, for the very first episode out. Oof! But damn, is it not well done? It, Dream, the guy who does Dream, does such a good job bringing some strangeness and something resembling something you could connect to. You has an emotional context to it, where it couldn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It has emotional context to it. So you have this. The guy looks like a young Brad Pitt, by the way. It's like oh. they could just got Brad and CGI the shit out of him, but they didn't. They went with <laughs> someone else. They went with someone else, which uh, was lovely job. So overall, I'm giving this as it sits right now, four point five. Wow, it's, That's it's still high. well done. It's just like I'm not going to trash it because they made some questionable casting choice. You know, wow. nothing like oh yeah. Stuff, so, yeah. 4.5, it's well worth it. If you have Netflix, check it out. If you don't have Netflix, buy it and binge it. Netflix is doing something weird. They're wondering why you're you're losing subscribers. Oh, let me tell you why. Mm. You're releasing all of your episodes at once. Oh. People will binge that shit and leave you because you yep. got trash else to watch. It depends it which series. It depends which series. For example, for Stranger Things, they did a series with uh, 10 or 12 episodes, one hour one hour long, which is too long. Oh. And they did a part two. And what oh. they tried to do, it's um, to do Good one beating and then a second part, you know. Yeah. So I, they tried yeah. to do so. Yeah, I, I think that was the their casting line with that. And I remember how happy I was when I thought I was done with Stranger Things. And they did the fucking <laughs> other one. I would, that's not a baby crying. That's me crying. <laughs> remembering stranger things yeah so i'm giving us a 4.5 it's worth a check out and that brings us to sharknado Ooh, that was my pick for the combined Ooh. movie I it's a masterpiece it. it's a masterpiece sharknado this is why i invite you uh, yeah it's a masterpiece. because here's the thing so you invite me and you say, if you have the time, could you please watch Sharknado? Yes. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I will give it a go, you know. So I asked my friend, have you ever heard about Sharknado? My friend is from Australia. And he's like, yeah, sure. I know it. It's uh, this kind of movie, da 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 And I don't know about that movie. In Europe, we don't know about that movie. But apparently in Australia, they know the movie. It's pretty famous. 
and a lot yeah. of people watch it. And I watched the trailer on YouTube and I immediately love it. When I saw the Storm of Shark, I was like, yeah, that's a good movie. Storm of Shark, please give it to me. Yeah, and that's, okay. Sharknado is cool. I got it as a joke for a birthday present because I actually told someone like <laughs> never get me this movie ever. I'd never want to see this. And so they like, I wanted something else. They're like, here's Sharknado. I'm like, that's the thing you got from this yeah. conversation. Never get me this. So you got me this. And I watched it on her protest. Fuck, it wasn't good. It was good. And the Asylum makes it, by the way, with sci-fi and software, software films. So there you go, Brian. I thought they're doing Asylum films. Mm -hmm. 2013. Oh, wow, that's a weird year. With Ian Ziering. Come on. Or Ian. And Tara Reid, who we give so much shit that I probably will have to I like apologize Tara her to. I, I do like love Tara Reed. I love Tara Reid. And, and I'm looking I, forward to her Tara new Reed's. podcast, yes. Tara Reid's. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's always a good fun for her. It is a great story. It's got great effects for that time. And, you know, when a freak hurricane yeah, swamps Los Angeles. Excuse me? Great effect got, for that time. It got great Excuse me. They hey. are garbage effects for that time. They're bad, time. but they're so bad. They're good. No. That's the thing. That's they're the not. thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know, there no. is movie you watch because you really want to think and understand between the line and stuff. And there is movies you just want to laugh. Oh, I get That's that. a movie I would watch that. I get that. Trust me, that's like my vein. That's my vein. And this is the only shark movie Brad hates. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, sh Shark Frankenstein or Sharkenstein. I didn't like that one either. Um, but no, like, okay, like, yes. But I feel like to be so bad, it's good. Say, like, The Room or or uh, the Bird movie, Birdemic. You have to have the director or the, the mind behind it to be completely 100% this is a good movie. Anthony's great they at have, it. They Anthony have to Bradford? have the ego. They have to have the ego that tells them, no, my movie is actually a good movie because then that makes it so bad it's good. When you go into it, already making a movie so bad, like they knew what they were doing. They're like, oh, we're going to make a bad movie. Which can work, like Velocipaster, that worked because oh, they God. knew exactly what they were that doing. That worked? If yes, you say Santa Sangria, I swear to God. I said Velocipaster. <laughs> Not uh, Santa Sangria. No. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's a masterpiece. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Um, you and I are not teaching the same classes no <laughs> but you know what speaking as an award-winning movie maker mm. i am Barf. this one does win an award as well the young hollywood awards 2013 winner for best internet sensation really i mean i mean yeah there you go best Honestly, internet sensation. sky sharks should be what sharknado is Sky no. Shark, yes, a hundred percent. Sharknado is what season dreams or what's that thing called? What like scary things? Stranger what? danger? Season Are you five. Talking about Sky Shark, like Sharknado no. should be Stranger Things. Sky Shark should be the revered movie, the revered shark movie that is the bad movie because there is an element where 
he really thought, I mean, and I, I, I did have a conversation with the director. He's terrific. He gave this movie his all sky sharks. To me, I look at Sharknado and I say, oh, yeah, you did that, like, in a couple months. Not like Sky Sharks, which months? was a passion you it, project. You think it lasted months? I think it... Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the but, the okay. writing, the... the, <laughs> the oh, from the writing to the end, yeah. yeah. from the writing Maybe. To, to, to the editing, yes. Whereas Sky Sharks was, like, a 14-year project <laughs> that but, finally... Made it into fruition. But here we go. Its budget was an estimated million dollars. They spent more on an episode of Sandman. <laughs> Billy yeah. Bobby Brown, Millie Vanilli has more for her makeup budget per episode of Stranger Things than this entire movie did for a budget. You know what? You're right. You're right. Thank you. That's the thing. When you watch Sharknado, it's... As we said in French, it's a big shit, you know. C'est une grosse merde. You watch it mm-hmm. for laughing, right. you go with you your, your, your friend. You told me that was your best friend for me. Huh? <laughs> you told me that was your, I thought it was supposed to be like your best friend. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The thing is, you've got movies you watch for fun and movies you watch because it's beautiful, it's romantic, yada, yada, yada. Chasnado yeah. is the kind of movie I would watch with my brother. You know, I would take popcorn, my favorite uh, soda, and we would laugh about people who are eaten alive with a lot of blood, you know. It's cool. You see the CGI is not well done, but it's a part of it. It's a fun thing. It's a fun movie. It's not serious. And uh, you had a lot of fun. It's entertaining. It doesn't you are have not heart. Bored. It doesn't However, have heart. <laughs> correct. But the thing is, the thing is, when you watch Stranger Things, there is sometimes I was bored. Like there's Thank some you. scene you I was admit bored. It. You finally right. admit it. Yes, right. they were. But yes, it's true. There's a scene was that was like, yeah, it's too long. It's one hour long. Okay, one hour long per episode. What is it? One hour long per episode. There is a scene you're like, yeah, I understand that. Okay, he's in Russia, blah, blah, blah. But Sharknado, it's so funny. The death are funny. The CGI are funny. The plot is funny. Like, there is a scene. There were women who are cry- screaming for five minutes. Non-stop, and you're like, okay, woman, start to run. Like it's so dumb, uh, it's good, you know. You're not bored. I remember that woman screaming for five minutes like that, but um, I agree. Was I agree. she? What is she still alive, or did you bury her? Uh, buried some of the things. <laughs> <laughs> On the shoot. Uh, I agree. I agree. That's the whole. It remind me of the one movie whose name I could never get right. <laughs> so I'm not going to say it out loud. Roller like, Gator? Like, no. Oh. That thing can burn in hell. <laughs> Roller but Gator. What? Like what? Six I, I'm times? Never, yeah, well, I went through a lot of women in the pandemic. Thank you very much. And yeah, I blame Roller Gator for each one of them. Yeah, which I told you, About don't show Roller Gator to strange women. Because one, well, oh, very strange. One day, a woman's going to watch Roller Gator with me and go, "I'm still here," and that's going to be the that's amazing the day. That's the dream. That's the dream. Because if you can survive Roller Same. Gator, there's nothing I can do to you. Same. <laughs> there's nothing we can do. Right. Okay. So I I know what I come down to this, and not for nothing, I've been supportive of Shark Tale. They've been supportive of us back. I'll, I'll tell the truth, but I was supportive first. You know, 
I I think it's a fun franchise. It it's self aware. They weren't trying to make Eyes Without a Face. They weren't even trying to make what was her movie Shark Side and Moon. They weren't even trying to make that. Yes, they yeah. were. They were I, I think trying to to be it's Starship cute Troopers. And clever. It's Starship Troopers, and it works. Uh, it doesn't work. It does do. It does. Oh, work. pain! Where did that come from? So, okay. Sky I Shark. I want to know. We'll go with because uh, you're a special guest, Emily. What do you give us out of five Cthulhu's? One to five. What do you give Sharknado? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I would give a three. Because it's entertaining, it knows it's dumb. Uh, you have a huge success with the teenagers who all over YouTube like to do a list of yeah. death in Sharknado, crazy story of Sharknado, quotes for Sharknado. Hey, let's let's kill some sharks and stuff like that. It's a fun movie. It's a movie who entertain people, who is straight to the point, and you spend money, but you got for your money, you know. It's a cool one. Unfortunately, it's not a top quality one, so I'm not going to give a four, but it deserves a good three, in my honest French opinion. I'll give you a good three. <laughs> Your honest French opinion? Yes. yes I, madame. I, I, I was going to say, madame. Damn it, you know me too well. Okay. I appreciate that. A three is pretty good. Brannick, what do you give it? 2.5. What? That's not bad. You gave your own movie a two. Yeah, <laughs> that you I know. picked. I mean, you because picked. well, here's the thing: is I I understand that it has cultural significance. Yeah. Um, especially in the United States, um, you say Sharknado, people will say, "Yeah, I've watched that movie." Um, so even though I personally don't, it doesn't resonate with me as much as uh, Cruel Jaws does or Sky Sharks does. I love Sky Sharks. Um, but it does resonate with a lot of people. And to me, I love shark movies. I love sharks. Um, so if that gets people excited about that, then I'm grateful for that. I probably would pass it up. But Tara Reid is very entertaining to watch in it. And that's, we saw Mummy Dearest with Tara Reid on the screen, uh, or on the like, poster, but not like actually on the movie. a line from Tara Reid, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but in One the Sharknator, Sh- she's here, and she even gets stronger throughout, so. Yeah, she's she's here from top to bottom. She's in Sharknado. Yeah, I, <laughs> top and bottom it is. I <laughs> give this movie a, gosh. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Mm. I'm going to give it a 3.5. And not just because I'm trying to lease the IP for a role-playing game. Oh, my gosh. Or, but I am. I am. But I, you I, are. I, I, but you I are. Am. While you're but wearing your zero like, shoes. You know what? If if, if they had zero shoes, <laughs> X-E-R-S-H-O-E-S dot com, if they had zero shoes, and I've been wearing mine all, all week and it's been perfect, <laughs> they could outrun those sharks. Matter of fact, if you give the sharks the zero shoes, they would have killed everyone. <laughs> Mind blowing. Thank you very much for the plug. But I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's, it's, a, it's a really awkwardly fun memory for me, even though it probably shouldn't have been. You know, there's nothing that says like this should be a great movie, but it was for me. It was the perfect movie at the time that I needed. And, and that's so, really what we need. Yeah, that's what we need. I'm giving it a three point five. 
And now, with that said, we're on to the plugs. We're on to the plugs. Amelie, since you are our guest, please go first, mon ami. So, if you come to Prague every Thursday evening in Brusenbord Bolden Cafe in Krimska Street, you've got the amazing Stefan who's got a pop quiz. So, if you are interested to enter this amazing board game cafe full of Czech, Americans, Europeans, you're welcome. It's every Thursday from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. Um, you've got drinks, food, and uh, you can reserve on Facebook. So to find the page, it's very simple. Bruise and Bold, Bold and Bold and Cafe, sorry, Bold Game Cafe. Bold Man Cafe? Hey! I said bordel. You know what's a bordel? Oh, I think I was I was born in one, but uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Now we know. We learn a lot today about yeah, you, I, Jen. I grew up. Richard Pryor and myself, we were roommates for a while. That's very Full cool. Full of midget, of course. Full of oh, midget, of I guess. Of course. Now, I will say, without any surprise, I will be in Prague in 2000. What year is this? 2023. And I will nice. definitely check that out. Thursdays, right? Every Thursday? Correct, sir. Every Thursday, I will be, well, I'll be there for one Thursday, not everyone. And I can only do so much. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Brannick, what do you got? I am going to plug this week uh, sharkstewards.org. Oh, oh, God. Oh, wait. This is pretty good. Never mind. I, yeah. I thought you were just like plug a, a shark side of the moon thing. Like that. No. No. I mean, if I was going to plug anything, it'd be Sky Sharks. My but... pie hole, probably. Mm-hmm. Or Grandma's Cookies. Grandma's Cookie! I didn't even press the button for that. I know you didn't even press the button. So, <laughs> Shark Stewards, stewards with an S at the end, dot org. Well, of course, it's got like an S in the beginning, too. Shark, right? Stewards. Yeah, it's got shark. two S's. Three so, S's. there's actually three S's. Three S's. If we're playing, what is it, Jeopardy? Yes. No, not or Jeopardy. Yahtzee. The other one, anyway. Scrabble. So they are um, friends. They're committed to to saving sharks, to um, shark research, um, and are you know that's we we were talking so much about sharks today. Um, it go anything you donate gets converted directly into their action and into supporting sharks. into sharks. We give they I, I think what they do is they give uh, the money to the sharks and the sharks can go to. <laughs> Exactly. They gotta cover up their shark titties. So um so go to sharkstewards.org. Um you can adopt a shark, uh you can learn more about sharks, and it just looks like a fun place and a great place to look for kids. They got um shark stuff for kids too. So okay. I was like, oh glad you followed up sentence like Great place to look for kids. And you took a big pause. I'm like, kids is what now? I was reading because it has a shark and it says sharks for kids. Okay, there you go. "Hmm." Okay. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I think kids should, yeah. It's a it's a fun little place. Go check it out. If you love shark movies as much as we do, obviously, um, go go give them your hard-earned cash so they can get those uh, bikini tops. Absolutely. They need it. And then I'm going to plug something I hate. Because I hate France. <laughs> I'm a plug oh. as an American. I'm saying this as an American. Ready? Les Restos de Cour. I think means the, the rest. Heart? Of the, 
the restaurants of Coors Brewery. Oh. No. Uh, it, it's actually <clears throat> the restaurants de Cour or Resto de Cour. It, it's a French charity in France where they give hot meals and they give other meals to people who need them. They kind of distribute it throughout the homeless communities and people just don't have food. Mm. Les restos du cœur. It's not just homeless people, but it's people of low income. Think Meals on Wheels, but put a French cheese in it. I don't know. So it's a baguette. R-E-S, a baguette. He's a stand-up comedian who created it, Coluche. He was very poor from a poor family. And uh, he realized the supermarket had to throw away all the food. And he was like, there's so many families and people on the street or poor family who can't feed their kids at the end of the month. So he created the Restaurant du Coeur, the Restaurant, the Resto du Coeur. So he would go to companies, factory and supermarkets to pick up the food who was unused. He would ask people to donate. And they would donate, for example, uh, flour, sugar, pasta, etc. And once a month, they would organize a distribution. So you need to to show some document proving you don't earn enough money. Right. And they would give you a lot. So, for example, if, if you've got a family of three kids, they would give you baby Grandma's food. Cookies. Grandma's cookies. Grandma's cookies also. Yeah, also. Uh, toilet paper, etc. It's like a big supermarket, but for free. And oh, uh, unfortunately, more and more people need this restaurant because uh, the cost of, of living in France skyrockets. Yeah. The gas is very expensive. The butter is very expensive. Um, we have less and less job, less and less money. Like it's unfortunately sad to say, but we still need Le Restaurant du Coeur and we shouldn't. But it's an amazing organization who's been creating in the 80s and is all over France. And the funny thing is, I didn't know that you knew about this organization. And so, yeah, that's that's lovely. And this is why we're great. Absolutely. Everything you said, you, you said it much better than I could because you can actually say it correctly in French. And much and more passionately. Like, <laughs> and much more passionately. And I was just plugging it because I, I knew this would be something that would need money, especially now with, with inflation and just mm-hmm. homeless and the war and everything else in the world and like fires in France and all sorts of madness, bro, as Larry Schreiber would say. So it's R-E-S-T-O-S-D-U-C-O-E-U-R.org. Check them out. Donate, donate, donate. And it don't matter. Hunger don't have a, a nationality, man. It's just nope. give to people and help them all out. So we did some nice tag teaming. All right. That means on behalf of myself. Oh, wait. I forgot. Wait. I was going to say the anthology. Yo. Oh, the anthology? We also have an anthology coming out, Bodies. And if you like women's and women's rights or whatnots or whoever's rights, you better start submitting to an anthology called Bodies. We have that one that goes to like four or five different charities. If you hate women, submit to it anyways, because what better way to show up a woman than make her money? <laughs> behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, our special guest, Emily and J.M. Brannick, I bid you good day.
I hear a cat. 